Hi there and good day. Welcome to North Bay's Heritage Diary. Listen up, and we shall weave for you tales of days and times gone by, which can inform today and show the way to tomorrow. This Municipal Heritage Committee podcast looks at our town, our people, and our stories. This time we open our diary of voices from the past for a conversation with the late Tony DeMarco of the famed DeMarco's family-run store and meeting place. This was recorded originally as part of the Kochiko Cable series, Life Is. In it, Tony, in his 90s, talks about the family, the store, hockey, and North Bay. Please excuse any dated references. Now, uh, this, your store has a long history. Yes. Father and my mother ran it, yes. Can you define the store for me? What do you think it was and what it is today. It has changed. It was originally like a soda fountain with ice cream parlor. Okay, okay. And uh, we had a fruit market in front in the summer, and we had groceries on the side originally, and we had a place at the back with tables and the chairs, like uh, fancy chairs, marble counter, old-fashioned okay, type soda fountain, yeah. What do, would you say it is today? Well, it's changed completely, really. Um, the produce of the chain stores are open now. They're, in those days, the chain stores were closed on the weekends and at night. So we had a very, very thriving produce business. So that changed, and uh, we went into the basket business, gift baskets and fruit baskets, okay. and it's got to be big for us. Okay. And uh, our lunch business grew, and it, it prospered, too. We, we didn't even have coffee originally. So uh, it grew over the years, and uh, it changed, involved. We had to change with the times. And it's always been run by your family? Yes, except for several years. Uh, my brother and, um, wasn't well for a while, so uh, we had it run it out for a little while, but it didn't work out very good, so we took it back. Where does your family come from in Italy? We're from the southern part. Reggio Calabria area. Right. We were in the foothills of the mountains, and my dad's family and my mother's family both from there, a small village in the mountains. And uh, my dad came in about 1903. He followed his two brothers. Two brothers came in 1889, and they had brought a younger brother with them, and he, uh, it was a very unfortunate accident. They were built, helped building the dams, and the brother, younger brother, got his clothes caught on the, uh, when they were, uh, uh, I guess uh, they were crushing the, the stones. Right. And down he went. He's still in that dam to this day. Oh, Imagine. Good, good heavens. When did they come to North Bay? They actually came to Niagara Falls. All right. And then my, they sent my uncle Frank to Sturgeon Falls to work on a dam there. And while he was there, all Italian people said, oh, there's no place here to get Italian goods. So he decided to start a, a store in North Bay, and it came very, did very well with it, right near the CPR station. Okay, that would be the original store then. Was it the same type of store, or what, what it was it? It was a full grocery store. Okay. And tobaccos. And was it called DeMarco's? Yes. How long did that last? Oh, it, well, probably into the 50s. And then did they move? Yeah, they actually, there was a hotel and the, the whole corner there caught fire. 
about 1948, and they moved over across the street from where we are almost, and they, they used to be Shackers Grocery, and my uncle took it over for a while. Okay, and when did you go into your present place? 1928, we were next door for one year, and then my dad bought this piece of property where we are now, and they assembled several pieces of property over the years, and we moved into the new store then. It sounds like your dad was a pretty good businessman. He was, yeah, yeah. And my mother was a, she was a hard worker. She brought up three children and worked from nine, seven in the morning till midnight. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Do you have any idea why the family left Italy? Oh, well, they lived in a small village, and um, there was no real schools to further your education. It was just a grade school. Okay. And they used to have to send the kids to either Sicily or Messina or, or one of the big cities. They thought there would be a better future in Canada for the children. And I, I noticed you're, you're, you're saying they were into dam construction. I thought it would be logical that they were on the railroad. My dad ended up on the railroad here. He came to Kitchener, followed his two brothers, came to Kitchener, stayed there for a year, and then came to North Bay and got a job on the CPR. What were your parents like? Well, they were both real hardworking. My dad was sort of old-fashioned type of a old country type, but he came here, he was only 17 years old. And um, so he still had the, so the old country ideas. Mother, she came from a family that was well off, really, and uh, they were well off where she came from. Her mother was uh, well educated. Mother, they were they had this sort of the best place in the village. They had a place in the country where they grew all kinds of things. They made their own olive oil. They made, my grandmother actually had a silk room. She made silk. So they came from a well-to-do family. Your father, the term grumpy has been used. You know, he, he didn't take any nonsense. <laughs> how, many, how many brothers and sisters do you Just have? Just one brother and one sister. Okay. Were your parents strict with you, with you kids? Um, not that bad. Uh, mother was very, very religious, went to church every day, and uh, she was a wonderful mother, and my dad... He wasn't too, too strict. He just said, you better do the right thing. Now, what do you remember about North Bay when you were a kid? Well, North Bay, when I was a youngster, very few streets were paved. There's only a handful of streets paved. I can remember paving no, uh, Front Street the first for the first time. And um, they never plowed in the winter. It was all horses and okay. drawn. Our milk and our uh, bread came by horse-drawn wagons or sleighs in the winter. Mm -hmm. Everybody put their cars up in the winter in blocks. They okay. didn't run their cars in the winter because okay. the big, big ruts in the road, and they, they couldn't even get across, you know. So it was a different world altogether. How would you class your childhood? Uh, were you hard, No, uh, I, we had a, a good ch childhood, very good. Yeah, and uh, we picked up on the sports. We loved hockey then, and mm -hmm. got into hockey and and ball. And my family, there's five of us, and believe it or not, that family stayed together for all our whole life. Really? Stayed right. We stayed together all those years. 
until until we start losing each other. My sister was a UT graduate. Okay. But we only, in those days, you know, the families only had enough money to send one person to college. So she had. I started working early, real early. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a big education. When you were working, were you working in the store? Mostly, yes. We did other things. We had a three-way partnership. We brought the water line in from Four Mile Lake into the airport. We did that. And from the gates to uh, Sunset Park, we put the water line in there. With, it was a three-partnership deal, and we were one of them. Did you do any of the actual work? I, uh, I was a timekeeper at the airport when we, when we put the pipeline in. I looked after the time. And uh, in Ferris, I had a group. After we put the pipes in, we had the odd leak, and I had my own group to go and fix each each hole, you know. We used to have to crib. But down there, was, as soon as you start digging, you got water. Water, right, <laughs> yes, yes. So it was hard work then for you. Well, it wasn't for me. The men did, this, <sighs> did the work. I, I just, uh, it was like a, I supervised it. Can, can you remember anything about going to school in the... When are we talking? The 40s? Yeah, 30s and 40s. In the 30s, yeah. We, um, I remember a lot about um, my grade school and the teachers, and um, I enjoyed it. And then I ended up, uh, I went to Scholar one year and went to Collegiate another year. And Mr. Troy was uh, very, very active there with sports. And that's, right, right. And my oldest um, cousin, was into every sport you could think of, and he was a natural athlete, and he got us all interested in everything there ever was in sports, especially boxing. He became the championship of Canada at university. Really? Yeah, he won the, the championship. They tried to get him to go to the States, but he said, I'm, my education comes first. They want him to turn pro, eh? Why did you change from Scholard to the Collegiate? Well, it was right, it was just down the street, and um, I wanted to get into, there's a different, they have different type of education. Yes. And even two of my children went to the girls' college and two went to collegiate because of what, what they offered. What did Algonquin have that Scholar didn't have then? I, I went to special uh, uh, education, but that year, that's the year that, uh, that uh, I, uh, what happened that year, at, uh, Around Christmas, it was, uh, oh, they closed the school down for two weeks. It was mm -hmm. a polio threat. Oh. And I started working in the store and never went back. <laughs> I used to do a lot of delivering. My brother and I used to deliver with bicycles. Okay. We had a big rack on in front of our bicycles. We delivered all over town. Do you have any games that you played when you were a kid? When, again, we're talking 30s and 40s. Yes, when we were children, we all were a hockey bug, you know. Okay. And um, I played juvenile hockey and um, junior hockey, and then I ended up with uh, in senior hockey in North Bay. Was it really organized, or, or did you have to sort of do it yourself? Well, there's a lot more leagues in those days than there is now. All right. Yeah, they had the senior leagues, and they had the intermediate leagues, and and uh, junior leagues. I had my own junior team in the league one year. Okay. I put in my, I, I, I looked after a bunch of the boys come together, get together and ask me if I'd look after them. 
So I call them the Shamrocks. And right, okay. okay. And we ended up in first place. <laughs> Good. Okay, you liked playing hockey. Oh, yeah. You were pretty good at it, uh, would you say? Yeah, I was more of a defensive player, but I loved to play, yeah. Okay. I, I loved the game. Um, now, the, tell me about the game back then. It was, you had the, you were, you weren't, you didn't play in the time of the Rover, right? You were after that. After that, yes. Okay. What do you remember about playing hockey here in, in the 40s? Well, it was a different game in those days. It's more of a... Uh, passing and stick handling and uh, mm -hmm. uh, hockey changed completely after that and uh, but uh, I ended up I really enjoyed it I, I had a good you know good run at it I played senior hockey for almost 10 years and I played ball too I played ball in the city league for years okay uh, senior hockey who did you play with do you remember actually I started off with the merchants and we won the league championship Jack Bird was one of the fellows that started the team. And the following year became the Rangers with Pete Palangio. So I joined them. And then the year after that, after that it became the Blackhawks. And I played with the Blackhawks for several years. Okay. So were you on that uh, NOHA championship team? No. No, okay. I, they just won that after, after I after retired. Yeah. Okay. What relationship was Ab DeMarco Sr. to you? Not really related. To, Not just related good, at very all? Very good friends from when we were younger, you know? Yeah. Okay. So all the DeMarcos aren't tied into the one family tree then? No, no. We had um, my uncle's family on, uh, and uh, they had the store downtown, but there, none of them are left here. Okay. They started a sports shop. One of them was an electrical engineer with Inco, the oldest boy that I was telling you that got us into all the sports. And he was with Inco, and they, he found out what his boss was making, decided to go into business, started a sports store, and became very successful. Three brothers ran the store. Okay. And they he had 12 boys. They brought up 12 boys in that, out of that business. Ooh. And a lot of them got, uh, you know, they played hockey. And they all, almost all were in all kinds of sports, and they got uh, scholarships in the states, got their education, got their university education through hockey. Did you ever want to go away and play hockey? Well, I was offered two chances to go. Okay. And in those days, I, I could have played uh, with uh, La Pradin, uh, and in those days, they, they, they didn't call it, they changed the name of the area, but... Uh, they had a senior team, and then uh, Pep Kelly asked me if I wanted to go to uh, Three Rivers, Quebec. Okay. But the offer was $85 a week, and that's, you know, I said, well, I bet I stay home and, and help my dad and my mother instead, stay okay. in business. Okay. You're talking Edgar LaProd? He was from the Lakehead, wasn't that's he? That's right, yeah. They, they called it a different, uh, now it's... Uh, Thunder Bay? Thunder Bay, yeah. The, those days I had a different name. Fort William. That's right. That's Fort right, William. yeah. Okay. Do you ever regret turning down those chances? Not really, no, because the family was the most important thing to, okay. in our lives. Okay. We were a unit, eh? And um, my mother worked so hard that um, I, I, you know, didn't like to leave with, with her, you know, and... The amount of money that you made wasn't uh, worth it, you know, to, to go away. You were interested in hockey. 
you would be interested in getting the results of the NHL games, right? Tell me about how you would get those results. Mostly Foster Hewitt. He made the games exciting. Yes, didn't he? <laughs> he certainly did. Did you, you would listen Saturday night then? Oh, yes. My dad was a real hockey fan. He listened to all the games, went to all the games. He went, took me to a game when I was uh, about five years old. It was an arena on, um, uh, at, near the Adnac on um, Main Street, the old, old arena. Okay. It burnt down after. But um, I, I went to um, the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals. There was a, a doctor who was a very good friend of our family's, and he knew that I was really crazy about hockey. She says, you're coming to the seventh game of the Stanley Cup with me. And I was really excited because um, Broda was a goalie. Yep, Turk and, Broda. And he stole the game. And uh, the big line for Detroit was Grossel, Abel, and Wares. And Langell got a goal, and Sweeney Schreiner got two goals that night. They won 3-1. Sweeney Schreiner was a big playoff game. Oh, guy, yes. Wasn't he? Yes. Very, very good hockey player. And defensive as well. He could always... You know, he always came back. He always back-checked, you know. And that's the sort of player that you were, right? Uh, yeah, well, I'd like to be, yeah. Okay. What do you remember about the local rinks here? Well, we played... Uh, actually, when we first started, we didn't have artificial ice. All right. Yeah. And then when they built that uh, the rink on uh, King Street... Actually, uh, two subway teams opened the rink, and Abdemarco got two goals. It was 2 nothing. <laughs> okay, okay. We had arenas burned down like crazy here, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you, do you remember any other places you played? When that rink burnt down, they built a, they just built a place that you could stand. It was covered just around the rink, just a small area, like a cubbyhole area around the rink. Okay. And they used that for several years until they built a new rink. Uh, are you talking Memorial Gardens? It was on King Street first, and then they moved it. You know. King Street, it was, it, was a, it was a galvanized metal building, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. We played ball there, like our city ball games ended up in, over there. Too. Wa Wallace Park? Mm -hmm. Wasn't that what they called it? Yes. What do you remember about playing ball back then? Well, in the old days, um, there was a fellow from uh, Silver Woods. He got this team together. He called it the Taggers. And uh, there was a fellow, Bernard Jurak and myself, we joined the team. Okay. And we played there for one year, and then we played for Craig Bitt for a couple of years. Okay. Then we ended up with Jack Carlin. And uh, my friend there, Bernard Jurak, he went around. He was sort of, he, he sort of uh, refereed in the junior league. And he picked out all the best junior players he could find, and we started uh, Jack Ireland's team. Okay. Would this be the Pepsis? Yes. Okay. Uh, some of the good players, there's some really good players back then. Do you remember any of them? Remember, did you play against Stan Maxwell? Oh, yeah. We, we stayed friends with quite a few, you know, like Gochi, Kagi Gochi, Kagi, kept, yeah. kept up his friendship all the years until he died. And um, our pitcher from Toronto, in fact, he called me just a while ago, and um, he was actually the best ball player that I've, I've ever. Har Harley Taylor. Harley Taylor. He was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
he, um, he phoned me about two months ago. He had a, a bypass, but he's fine now. And he was amazing. He uh, he nothing for him is twenty strikeouts a game. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and he used to travel with a, with a, I guess it was uh, Glidden's Paints. Yes. Okay. And um, Jack got him to come here from Toronto, and uh, he would be away for. Ten days, come in, pick up a ball, never touch a ball for ten days, <laughs> and and it was amazing. Who was the best hitter you ever saw? Well, like I, I'd say Maxwell was quite uh, quite a you know popular. He was long ball hitter. He was very very good at. But there was quite a few that I'd say, like even Harley Taylor himself. He won the batting championship in a higher league than ours before he came to North Bay. And uh, when he didn't pitch down there, he played first base. So he could really hit. If, uh, and Kagi Gochi was a good slugger, you know. He was a good hitter. Yeah. Where did you play? I played third base for quite a few years and ended up at second. Okay. Second base. I loved second base. Yeah. When you were a kid, North Bay was a pretty small community. About 10,000 people. Okay. The big changes. You've seen a lot of changes. Well, I think when we got the airport, it was a big, big key to North Bay. Okay. Yeah, that made it, I, I think it made North Bay. Because in those days, you know, like it was all CPR. Like my dad used to open early, all the people used to stream down to the CPR in the morning and he'd try to catch them on the way down. <laughs> well, you still do, don't you? Yeah. You still try to catch them. <laughs> When did when do you remember the street outside your store being paved? Well, it was paved when we were children, but we had the boulevards, had big boulevards on both sides. So eventually, they widened the streets, but it was paved. No, when I we lived on Third Avenue for uh, several years, and then moved it when we bought a property on uh, Algonquin was in 1928. So, actually, I was. Born in Italy because my dad came here early, but he fought in the First World War against Germany. Okay. Married my mother, and I was born there. But I came as a as a baby. I was only about a year and a half old when I came. Really? And um, I didn't even know it. I, years later, I had to get I had to get my certificate. I had to get a Canadian uh, citizenship. Citizenship. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I thought I was automatically. My dad was a Canadian in 1907. Okay. So I took it for granted I was Canadian all those years. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Imagine, I was 30-some years old before I became a natural citizen. <laughs> <laughs> the neighborhood store, that's basically what you have. Yes, exactly. It's tough, isn't it? It was hard work, and the hours were long. But society has changed so much. Do you sell fancy coffees? No, we just sell the regular coffee. We we didn't get into the gourmet, and but we still just sell sell regular. We didn't get into anything fancy. Do you still class yourself as a neighborhood store, or do you attract the people from the neighborhood? Well, we try to, but it's um, with the basket business has became a city thing. You know, it became a lot wider. And we got even a company in Sudbury that orders a bunch of baskets for us at oh. Christmas. Oh, yeah. So it's expanded in that way. Your store is famous for your, for your election polls, right? 
Yeah. You still do those? Oh, yes. Yeah. Ask your customers who's going to win what elections and who's going to be the mayor and all that sort of stuff. That's true. We had, um, we had polls on most elections that were very, very accurate. And because um, I played for Jack Garland, we got involved with uh, Jack Garland. And <laughs> one after another, it became, it became sort of a, okay. a tradition. Yes. And uh, Anthony wrote, of course, this is his family was a close friend of ours. His dad delivered bread to us for years and years. He had a bakery. Right. And uh, his family was very close. And Bob Woods became very close to our family. So we, over the years, it sort of went from one to the other, you know? Yeah. Dick Smith was a, he, he was one of our, he was in our store every day of the year when he, and so we kind of backed them up. We worked for them because they were more than just uh, politicians. They were family friends. Right. This edition of our Heritage Diary, Voices from the Past, with the late Tony DeMarco, was originally recorded for the Kojiko Cable TV production, Life Is, and is rebroadcast in this format through the courtesy of Kojiko, your TV. Thank you for spending some time with us and listening to our stories. These productions are put together by the North Bay Municipal Heritage Committee, not only to retell old tales, but hopefully to kindle interest in area history. Local lore is important to any community, and we shouldn't let it go unremarked and unremembered. Views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of the Corporation of the City of North Bay or its employees. Join us next time when we flip another page of the Diary of Our Shared Past. You can reach us at peter.carello at cityofnorthbay.ca. Production, Casey Malkelban and Peter Carello. Pete Handley speaking.